0: Tonight, a further refinement, a further help, a further tool for us to make entry into this, yes, mysterious, but oh, how real experience ours. And that is that the way we give him preeminence and the way we stay on him. Experiencing him as the good land in relationship fidelity is that we come to know him, account him, and experience him as the reality of all the shadows. So, you see, living on the good land has a practical key. We chart our day. And we exercise more and more again and again in varied kinds of situations to give him personal preeminence. Which is, of course, that we contact him, recruit him, involve him, bring him into that situation. And it's our love for him that reminds us, yes, Lord, I need you here. Yes, Lord, I want you here. Yes, Lord, I bring you in here. But lest we forget. Lest we forget. The next provision is all around us. All around us. Everything is a hint. Everything is reminder. Everything is a Another opportunity. So with these three layers (coughs) of endeavor, seeking to (coughs) realize and have consciousness that we're on him as the good land, giving him preeminence as we we hold him in our consciousness, now (coughs) by taking him as the reality of all positive things, this can be cemented, guaranteed, worked out, made definite, and you can do it, Amen. and I can do it. Amen. And I question whether whether there's anyone here, anyone in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex churches, who can say, I can't do that. It's too difficult. I have a health condition. I'm too... Uh, too formal, too rigid, too this, too that. You know, one thing we should never say is, never say, "Oh, that's just the way I am." That's right. That's right. If you ever, if you ever hear someone say, "That's just the way that, that's just the way I am," that's a person who sells their birthright. But no, we can do this. We can do this. And we can do this especially because we not only have in our surrounds the reminders, the various shadows of the divine reality around us to link us to the personal, divine, romantic reality. But we have one another. We have the saints with whom, in Ephesians 3.18, we're apprehending. Laying hold of, grasping tightly, as that verse says, grasping tightly this reality. So um, this outline may look familiar because we did cover it last year, but I would like to make different applications this year. So it's it's the same outline in print, but I won't say the same things. (laughs) Okay? So, Roman number one says... Let no one judge you, therefore judge you, in eating and in drinking, or in respect of a feast, or of a new moon, or of the Sabbath, which are a shadow of the things to come. But the body is of Christ. Let no one defraud you by judging you unworthy of your prize. So yes, we do have background. We have spoken about this. So with that as background, let me ask you a question. In verse 17, we have the phrase, the body preceded by the the word shadow, or a shadow. So here we have body, shadow, and the next point we'll, we'll review, yes. The body, under shining light, casts a shadow. So my question for you here is: To what does the body refer? Christ. Can't Christ the Church can't, can't say that's wrong, but that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that's the reason I asked the question because obviously it would seem that the the body of the shadows is Christ. We just sang that, right? And Hymn 496. So it's a very justified response. But notice that it says, the body is of Christ. Paul says the body is of Christ. So when we see something around us, and that shadow around us is cast by a body, it has a reality that is the source of it, What is the source of the things that are around you that are those shadows? For me, for example, I'm supporting myself on this table because Christ is my uplifting, my support, my stability, my solid underpinning. So if this table is a shadow... And the body is not Christ. What is the body of this shadow? Well, Johnny, that's not wrong, but it's not (laughs) exactly. (laughs) exactly right. Okay, in apposition here to body, apposition means in parallel structure. Is your prize? If you remember our going through this outline in the past, <clears throat> our prize refers to what? What is your prize? This this is the same prize as in Philippians three thirteen, which also refers to your prize. Or the prize. This prize, <clears throat> this prize, is the ultimate enjoyment of Christ that is awaiting us when it is fulfilled by our present exercise of this. As we exercise this, our experience of Christ is going to increase, increase, increase. And that increase is going to merit and seg into an amazing experience in the coming 1,000 years where we will experience Christ unbelievably. And that unbelievable experience of Christ that we can't fathom or describe in the 1,000-year kingdom will be the prize. Hopefully, it'll be our prize. Amen. As of now, it's your prize. It's your prize. That enjoyment is the body. That that. that body is you on the good land, Christ enjoying him to the uttermost. So you cast this shadow, you with him in enjoyment, in embrace, in experience that remains indescribable for us, in the upcoming millennium, is that shadow. This means what? This means that everything in your surrounding situation is a picture, not just of Christ as the reality, but of you embracing Christ for enjoyment in the full manifestation of that reality.